Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Focus. In a world full of distraction and care, it can be challenging to maintain focus on anything. But for the Christian, keeping our eyes on Jesus Christ is essential. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. I'd like for us to turn to Philippians, the third chapter. Philippians chapter 3. And Paul, in this third chapter, emphasizes his singular focus as a believer, his single-mindedness. Have you ever been an inattentive driver? Oh, my goodness. I think I've been the poster boy for it sometimes. Have you ever driven somewhere five to ten miles, somewhere in that range, somewhere you've been to many times before? You don't even have to think about the route. You, you, could, al- you could almost close your eyes and make the turns and get there. End up on your phone. End up writing some notes. How about this one? Throw in a hamburger on top of it, huh? And, and have you ever caught yourself steering with your knee? because your hands were all occupied. Oh, my goodness. There have been some times where it was none of that. It wasn't a hamburger. It wasn't a cell phone. It wasn't taking notes. It might have just been what I had on my mind. And I, and I made that trip, and I made that trip and got there and thought to myself, I don't even remember driving and getting here. And, and that's because we, we, can, we can be out of focus so easily and, uh, and inattentive to the point, of t- uh, to the task at hand. Uh, chapter 3, uh, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 8. Philippians 3, verse 8. Paul says, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ, and be found in him not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, But that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. As we look at verses 8, 9, and 10, we see Paul's singular focus on Christ, his desire to get to know Christ better. Now, we oftentimes as Christians will say, well, I I know the Lord, I'm saved. And, And we all get what that means. We, we understand what that means. But Paul, beyond just knowing the Lord in the sense of being saved, wanted to know the Lord intimately, wanted to get to know him better each day. And so that was his focus. And in lieu of that, take a look at verse 13. Look at verse 13. He says, brethren, he says, brethren, he says, he says I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do. Now, what was he talking about? Apprehending that relationship with the Lord that he so desired. He said, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, singular in focus, forgetting those things which are behind, forgetting those things which are behind, 
One of the things that can wreck our focus on the Lord today is what happened yesterday. Have you ever had a day where you were just sort of stuck in yesterday? Something happened. Something happened, and you couldn't get it off of your mind. And so the entire day, instead of having your focus on the things you needed to be focused on, you, you were looking backwards or you're looking in your peripheral for what was already taken place. So Paul says here, he says, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, yesterday is gone, folks, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. When he says before, what does he mean? Reaching way out into the future? No. When we read the Word of God, we realize that God wants us to take life one step at a time. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and, and a light unto my path. It's that, that guidance that he gives us, and we studied about this on Wednesday night, that as we take each step, he gives us more guidance. Because many times we desire for God to lay the whole thing out for us before we'll, we'll decide if we're going to take that first step. But God wants us to take each step one at a time by faith. And he promised us light for each of those steps. He promises us light for each day. And we have to learn to forget what's happened in the past and not have our focus way out into the future, but to keep our eyes on Christ and take life one day at a time, one step at a time. Paul says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, he said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Christ was Paul's singular focus. Yeah, he had other things to do. Paul was a tent maker. But his affection was on things above. His focus was on the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I ask you the question this morning, are you casting away your care or are you casting away your confidence. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. And sometimes we know he's able, but I guess we may question whether or not he's willing. A lot of years ago, one of the, one of the first years, we actually had our own high school summer camp, I was part of uh, taking the, the young people up to camp, and uh, our, our activity for that particular week, our special activity was rappelling. How many of you have ever rappelled before? And uh, I had never done this before, and uh, I, I had really, to be honest with you, I would never given it much thought. I had seen pictures of guys going down the face of the mountain and thought, hmm, I think I'll do something else. I just really hadn't given it much thought. But here we were going to go rappelling. And uh, the place we were going to go rappelling up in, in, in McCall there, it, um, this particular rock cropping that went down to a, to a road was a little over 100 feet. I think it was about 110, maybe 120 feet high. And uh, I remember... You know, you could go, you didn't have to go. Who wanted to go repelling? And, you know, a lot of the guys, yeah, yeah. And some of the girls, yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, sure, yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm going to go repelling. I mean, why not? 
so we got there, got up on the hill, got up on the top of this crop of rocks and saw the ropes there. I saw the, the different clamps and things, the carbiners, but uh, I, I, I paid special attention to those couple of lag bolts uh, that were holding the main brace in, into the top of this particular rock. And the guy that was the instructor, he had us put our helmets on, he had us put our belts on, he instructed us how to make sure our belts were right, he checked all of us, make sure we got our belts right. And uh, he started explaining it. And as he was explaining it, it began to dawn on me, I'm going to go over that edge. I started to decide that God was able, but I wasn't sure he was willing. And so the, the, the two Geronimos among us, two young men, wanted to go first. Yeah, let's go, boy. And they just leaned back and went over the side, and off they went. And so I thought, well, I'm not a Geronimo, but I don't want to be the wimp here. I don't want to be the one. So I said, all right, I'll go next. Yeah, preacher, go ahead, you go, you know. And so this guy clipped this thing on, and the wind was whistling through my helmet, and he said, lean back. And when he said lean back, everything in my body wanted to lunge forward. I said, lean back? He goes, oh, yeah, lean back. And I looked at that. I looked at those lag bolts again. Now, you know, you could have rationalized, you know, Geronimo 1 and Geronimo 2 have just been over. No problem. But then I thought, well, maybe they're the ones that sort of loosened it up. <laughs> you know, now, now it's ready to come loose. And uh, after a few minutes of contemplation, the guy finally, he could tell, you know, he could tell. I was having more than my own hesitations here. He said, he said if I wanted to, he said, and he looked down below, and my truck was parked down below there, and there were a bunch of the people that, that weren't repelling, but, you know, they were part of our group just watching. He said, I could take your truck, and he said, I could lower it down with this rope. And I said, you know what? Unclip me, I'll go get it, and we'll lower the truck down. I mean, that's exactly how I felt. And, and sure enough, there's always a smart aleck in every group. One kid went, well, trust God, preacher. <laughs> Oh, I wanted to kill that kid. I just You can overthink something. You can overthink something. And and I got thinking, yeah, yeah, trust God. But I said, you know, does he really have to bail me out when I really don't have to do this? I mean, you know, if the commies were coming and this was to save my life, I'd think, okay, yeah, God's got to get me through this. But you know, there's a perfectly logical way back down to the road without going over this cliff. You ever been in one of those situations where you know God is able, but you're wondering, is he willing? We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Focus. Hebrews 12 instructs us to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. As we learn to look to the Lord and cast our cares on him, we gain victory over the winds and waves of life. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho 83642. 
Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. Thank you.